Road. Oh, miss you. <laughs> We're back. Just getting facials once in a while. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. 31% eat the tip. I can't wait to eat you. Uh, certainly not. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. Download it now. It's free. It's video. I lived in a house with uh, three other dudes. Of course, of course you did. No, yeah, of fine. course you did. Yeah, it was you, called the you, 90s. Hang on. You lived with, with a, a dude that had a snake. Yeah, well, yeah. So don't tell well, me that I had three dudes with yeah, pythons. You with three dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them did. You lived with three dudes with boa constrictors. So uh, was that one guy you called Anaconda? You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Well, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, you guys do a hell of a job. Thank you. We appreciate it very much. Chuck said it. Doesn't necessarily mean it's fact. Good old Chuck. Yeah, good old Chuck. Chuck. Smitty you. Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year, Smitty. Happy holidays to all of our listeners and a Merry Christmas to you. Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. All that stuff. I was working on Christmas cards last night for us to send out and it's just a nice time of year. I've got three more days of school left next week, but then I can get completely into uh, Christmas mode. And I am super honored that I am on your Christmas card list because, A, we haven't sent out Christmas cards in like four years because of like lots of various reasons, but we keep intending to and then we never do. So I appreciate anyone that keeps me on their list, even though uh, we're not, we haven't been reciprocating the last few years. And your Christmas cards are absolutely the best. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Although I we didn't do one last year and this year, uh, well, Mrs. Oom was feeling kind of crafty. So we did kind of homemade cards this year. So a li little different twist, but you'll get that uh, in the next couple of days. All right. Well, um, I always look forward to opening that and something else I always look forward to. Uh, it's an annual tradition here on the Bets and Quotes podcast. And for legal reasons, this is probably the only place you're ever going to hear this. <laughs> Of course, it's time to release Donna's bra. Donna? What? One last thing, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to write a spoof song about your uh, your jugs, okay? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I'm serious. That was so random. <laughs> release Donna's bra. Release Donna's bra. Release Donna's bra. So I can see those great big tatas. Release Donna's bra. Release Donna's bra. Release Donna's bra. So I can see those great big tatas. I wanna give Valentine the business. I wanna give Valentine the business. I wanna give Valentine the business from the bottom of my heart. I wanna give Valentine the business. I wanna give Valentine the business. I wanna give Valentine the business from the bottom of my heart. Ah, oh, yes, one of the uh, one of the absolute uh, best pieces of audio in Power Trip history, and something uh, once again you probably will never hear on the Power Trip ever again. Yep, that's right. You know the hockey speech the day after Halloween, and then on the Betston Coast podcast released Donna's bra. It's a, it's really. Tis the season. Tis the season is the, is the absolute truth. That's for sure. That's T I S. There's no extra T in there. <laughs> uh, I think every like sixth grade boy sang it the wrong way. So. <laughs> 
Uh, well, it's we are recording um, at this. Um, you know, we we can't really give any live score updates right now because we're recording this on like Saturday morning, just hours in front of the Viking game. Um, and we are doing a Vikings happy hour today. So we play some bets. Um, hopefully we can win a couple of bets and win some people some money. Um, probably the only chance that you're going to get uh, that, that even matters that I'm bringing this up is if you immediately download this podcast, listen to it and realize, oh, yeah, they're doing a happy hour right now. Otherwise, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, they did a happy hour. So, um, yeah, the brilliance of podcasting. But hopefully uh, some folks can join us for that. Um should be a lot of fun. Watch our Vikings in Cincinnati and uh, see what happens. I don't know. I like I, maybe it's just the pessimist in me. I feel like we're going to absolutely get boat raced in this game. Um, I, I don't know. Missing missing Brian O'Neill, not having Alexander Madison. Um, who knows about you know JJ status? How healthy he's going to be? I I don't know. I just I, like I said, it might be the pessimist in me, but I I don't know. I'm feeling a boat race. What are you? What are your uh, gut feel on the game? I, I hope that it's a good game. I hope it's entertaining. And I hope that the Jamar Chase factor brings out JJ and he gets into it for that reason, maybe. But I don't know. It could go either way. Uh, just as long as they score on the first drive. That's really all that matters. <laughs> that's that's super important. I, I know uh, one power tripper in particular that that is a, a super important <laughs> fact for Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, it, it continue with our Patreon. We are down to the finals of our bets and quotes, Patreon guillotine league. And, uh, it, I think it's appropriate that it came down to these two gent- fine gentlemen, uh, because they are both, they are two of our most dedicated patrons. Um, just, uh, great guys. They're at a, a lot of our events. Uh, they're just, uh, they're the best. It's of course, Steve versus Hussey Van, uh, for the championship. And it's, it's winner take all. So it's like there, there's no second place. So unless they have a side deal or something in place, uh, it's, it's winner take all for that. So, um, I'm excited for them. Obviously disappointed. We're not anywhere near there, but we haven't worried about that league for a while. So, uh, you, you got one guy over the other that you're cheering for. No, you you can't go wrong with with Steve versus Hussey. That you know, may the best man win. And um, like like you said, it's too bad that I'm not involved. But if I'm not involved, then then good luck to both of them. Absolutely. So that'll be fun to watch this weekend as well. All right. Well, let's get rolling with a bets update. Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge. And it's a really quick bets update this week because uh, when Corey's out, there's just not a lot of bets to get placed. So, <laughs> which makes sense because I think Sauce would, but Hawk wouldn't. So, um, yeah, it's, it's it gets kind of limited. The only bet that uh, took place was between Sauce and Lieber. Sauce took the bold take that he believes that Robert Sala will be fired as Jets head coach after this year. Uh, you know, I was kind of on Sauce's side with this one a little bit because I think he was kind of losing the team a little bit when he was starting Tim Boyle. But then he went back to Zach Wilson. They absolutely destroyed the Texans. And yeah, I think between his solid defense and the whole Aaron Rodgers injury factor, I don't think that they'll fire Sala, although it's definitely not uh, 100%. Um, I don't know. Smitty, uh, yeah, you have a take on Robert Sala? Uh, not a strong take. I agree with what you said, where when the bet was placed, it was maybe more even than it is now. But there's there's a lot that can happen in those last four games and the whole Aaron Rodgers factor there, too. So who knows? But right now, I'd have to probably uh, give Lieber a slight edge. 
Yeah, for sure. It's too bad for Sloss's sake that he didn't say that uh, Brandon Staley was going to be fired uh, next because, uh, wow, that uh, that was that was quite an event and uh, a quick dismissal <laughs> when you when you give up sixty three to the Raiders the week after they get shut out. Uh, yeah, you're you, uh, that ends careers quickly. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to those quotes. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the, than the Gophers. Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. Bang and lung darts whale. All right. For our three quotes of the week, I, I mentioned on the side with you, Chuck, that I had a little bit more hard time than usual coming up with quotes this time. The the Vegas show in the hotel room wasn't full of a lot of quotes. And with Corey gone for a few days, they didn't have that usual interplay. So my three quotes this week are actually all Christopher Allen hockey, starting with number three. Coming in at number three, um, as the guys were discussing airport security, Hawk had this to say. That's it, there's no chance zero. you get on a plane these days. You can't bring a three-ounce no, toothpaste. I could bear to give my three-inch pecker on there. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, for those of you listening that have a bingo card, that was Indiana Hockey saying his three-inch pecker. <laughs> and that's the title of the podcast. Because <laughs> only people from Indiana reference it as a pecker. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> just just using the word pecker will i think always crack up the uh sixth grade boy in all of us well in the sixth grade boy and paul meets us lambert he just loved that use of the word pecker <laughs> it's just it's just one of those words right uh, and that that's one of the <laughs> things i love about hockey is his vocabulary like he knows when to kind of pull that like childish or indiana hick or whatever word out and uh it really it really fits or really can make the line Sure can. And, you know, as long as we're talking about a childish Christopher Hockey, our number two quote of the week this week comes from a childhood story. He was talking about going to see old Cincinnati Bengals games and sitting on the edge of his seat and feeling like he was going to fall off. And, um, well, he compared it to something else. I was so afraid the entire time. It I was, it was uh. one of those stadiums where you like you, the, the seat was kind of pitched forward a little bit. So you could oh, actually, God. oh, my, I was afraid the whole time. Oh. But I also loved it. It was one of the. It's, it's kind of like a SEX for me. I, I'm afraid Boom. the whole time, but I love it. Yeah, <laughs> you love it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the, that one made me crack up. Uh, I because in my mind, I'm like, there's. He didn't really explain necessarily why he was afraid. Uh, so uh, <laughs> there could be lots of reasons. I think. Um, for example, the zero from Colorado. You might be afraid of that for a certain reason, or when you're a. <laughs> 19 year old delivery boy with a 40 year old cougar uh there's another reason you might be a little bit uh, afraid of that so yeah <laughs> that was a great line and I, I i was curious why he had to spell the word sex in that instance i forget <laughs> what time it was but i all of a sudden you can't say that on major market radio i i'm confused especially after you know they had a they um what's his face on yesterday and he was asking could i say dildo and then they proceeded to say the word dildo about six times in 20 seconds <laughs> chris hockey's like oh yeah dildo you can say that i love dildos <laughs> yeah it's like okay but but sex we have to spell out all right noted there we go 
And coming in at number one, our number one quote of the week, once more, Chris Hockey. And this time in regards to a conversation they had about getting old and getting up from sitting down, which turned into a conversation about Zach sitting crisscross applesauce, which led to this. Yeah. He can get up. Well, yeah. And the way that he can cross his legs. Too, I'm like amazed put, by that. He can put his foot, like if you're crisscross applesauce, and he can put yeah. his foot. But like yeah. up on the top of his lap. I know he must be hung like Ken. Uh, you oh. know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rosie always says that. I did not <laughs> said that. Sorry. Hung like <laughs> Ken. That's, that's your go-to. <laughs> that is. It, I don't know. My, my main takeaway from this, I don't think. I, did Marty understand that the reference was to a Ken doll? No, I don't think so at all. Because <laughs> what did she say at the end? Like, is that your go-to for uh, like a, a a studly person or something like that? Right. Oh I yeah, like, I don't think she got it. But I, Max gut laughed at that one. <laughs> well, Max is not like a Ken doll. So. that hard. <laughs> oh yeah, that was uh, that was brilliant. But yeah, I, I I was like, I think Marty doesn't quite get the joke. No, I think she thought it was a compliment because Ken was this masculine figure from the Barbie. <laughs> Not exactly. So <laughs> that's awesome. It's time for the weekly segment of Your Thoughts. Copyright Dark Star. All right. Well, this week on Your Thoughts, got a few things to talk about. Um, you know, the power trip, we referenced this before. Um, obviously, they were in Vegas. We weren't. Um, you know, a lot of times we're out there for the... Uh, the good old power trip trips. This one was just different. You know, it was a weird time of the year for some of us. Um, the schedule was definitely weird because, you know, you kind of had to stay through Sunday if you were going to the game. And so, yeah, so you and I missed out on um, the Vegas uh, power trip extravaganza this December. Um, you know, just any any thoughts you had in general um, about the power trip being in Vegas for the Raiders game? Well, lots of FOMO. I, I don't know how many consecutive trips I've made it, but when when the show started, I had people texting me and sending me pictures of, of Buffalo Wild Wings and asking where I was and stuff like that. And I had to reply, you know, I'm in my classroom right now, which is definitely not as fun. Um, you know, just thinking about all the people that were there and, you know, some of our friends who were there and part of it and just... Lots of missing out, but always, always fun to listen to the show and live vicariously through the through the troops, too. Yeah, for sure. Um, it sounded like the gambling went about like it did when we were out there in March. Um, again, nobody winning. It's like uh, that that March trip was kind of brutal, I think, for a lot of people. And it doesn't sound like it was a whole lot better for the power trip crew this time around. So uh, maybe my wallet didn't have FOMO. But, yeah, I agree. It, you know, it definitely... Um, you feel like you're missing something <clears throat> when you're not out there on the old Vegas trip. It was interesting, too, because um, I was trying to judge. Um, I didn't watch any of it. I just listened to it. Uh, but I was trying to judge, like, what percentage of the crowd was, like, power trip fans, like power mm -hmm. trippers. And what percentage of the crowd was just, like, general Viking fans. Or maybe they were there for, <clears throat> excuse me, the Friday football feast. Um, so, cause it seemed like there were quite a few people that weren't in on some of the bits of the power trip. So it seemed like it was like a much larger percentage of the crowd was non power trippers. Did you get that feeling? Yeah. And I don't know if it was a smaller group, like, uh, 
same with me. I didn't actually watch the video, so I'm not exactly sure if it was a smaller crowd. I I find it hard to believe that someone in Vegas for the Vikings trip would randomly wake up at, you know, three in the morning and head over to Buffalo Wild Wings. So I think if you're there, you're probably a Power Trip fan until the last hour or two where maybe people were showing up to see PA, I guess. Yeah, that, and that's very true as well. So, well, hopefully we get a trip in the spring. Um, you know, I know nothing's set in stone or locked in yet, but uh, hopefully that'll be the case. And hopefully a bunch of us can make it back out there and try and avoid making it a third consecutive losing trip in general for for the people. So, all right. Well, one of the things, too, uh, I thought would be fun to bring up, they talked about, um, Corey brought this up last week uh, before before they were in Vegas, the uh it was a hypothetical you know and sometimes our hypotheticals are funny sometimes they're you know a little bit strange um but this one being the math teacher that you are and the gambler that i am um i thought it was a fun one um and it was would you rather take 3 cents per step the rest of your life or 1 million dollars today um and i figured you know you know uh, that would be a fun offer to take obviously but being the math teacher i figured you might have an angle on this well, I've got an angle that's probably about the same. I believe Corey's take on this was that you you take the the money for a step, three cents per step, and I think he ran down it. I did a little bit of calculating. If you if you go with the conservative estimate, which for me about ten thousand steps is you know if I if I go for a walk or if I uh, just go out of my way to get a little bit of exercise in, I can get that ten thousand steps easy. And that's that's one hundred and ten thousand per year. So, you know, as long as I live another 10 years, it seems like an easy one that I would take the three cents per step. Yeah, I think that's probably where I would land as well. I mean, you'd like to think, well, I can take the million dollars. I can invest it and, you know, outpace that three cents a step and I don't have to do anything for it. But I mean, three cents a step is I mean, you know, you should be getting your steps in any way to be healthy. And even accidentally just going, even even if you lay on your couch all day, just getting up and going to the bathroom, you're going to get some residual income out of that, probably enough to sustain yourself. So, uh, yeah, I, I think three cents uh, a step is is definitely the way to go. Um, you know, even even for me, the uh, the gambler, I think you just you take the safe route with this one and uh, and go with three cents per step. It would be interesting to offer this to Tommy and see if he would take the million dollars and then just put it all on red twenty five. <laughs> spray and pray spray and pray yeah, with Tom, with Tom going, no you gotta put like tommy tommy's wanting to put just like half a mil on the first bit and dobbs like over his shoulder no you gotta put the whole thing on man spray and pray yeah read the felt oh my god so all right well we're in agreement on that that's a good thing and the other thing they brought up you know the whole only fans thing um was brought up multiple times this last week um would you ever consider doing like you know the, tommy was going to do like the offensive lineman um all the different poses as an only fans page would you ever consider doing like a math teacher only fans page <laughs> uh featuring pictures of me uh as the math teacher i i don't think anybody's paying anything for that one oh. i know that i i am aware of only fans i will say that i've never paid for anything on only fans but i can imagine that any math teacher on there is probably wearing a short skirt and a low-cut <laughs> blouse and glasses and um, talking about maybe adding a bed and subtracting your clothes and dividing your legs so we can multiply or some bad math <laughs> fun or something like that. 
but I not not myself personally. No. Well, see, I was thinking, you know, you you could you could do the OnlyFans page, and then instead of using a ruler to measure things, you could use something else to measure things. <laughs> well, I think a ruler gets there more efficiently. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, we'll we'll uh, we'll put the uh, the Smitty Oom uh, math teacher uh, OnlyFans page on hold for for just a <laughs> while. But hey, throw the idea out there because you know somewhere someone would be into that. You'd have at least one subscriber, I guarantee you, because someone would be into that. Okay. I I don't know if I want to think about that, but thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we mentioned earlier too, um, transitioning over to the old charts challenge, um, uh, that the, we're doing the, uh, the Vikings happy hour today. Um, you know, and this has really been like one of the most anticlimactic years for the charts challenge. Zach has trailed the whole way by a wide margin. Um, there just hasn't been a lot of drama this year at all. And it's very appropriate that in this, the last week of the charts challenge, Zach is going first, and there's a very good chance by three o'clock this afternoon, it's just over. Like, there's not even any drama the last week of like, well, Zach's playing on Monday night. Can his guy get four touchdowns and save the week? No, good chance unless Jamar Chase gets 24 points um, against the Vikings. Um, it, it's going to be over by three o'clock. So, just kind of a kind of a sad ending to not the most exciting year. I'm, I'm hoping for bigger and better things next year. I, I, I don't know if you have any thoughts on, um, on uh, the charts challenge this year or Smitty. Uh, I, you know, I know figuring out what, what teams are going to be on the wheel is probably the most exciting part at this point. That is definitely the most exciting part left. And I, I I'm sure the guys are going to really play that up and, you know, they'll spin one wheel at, at, seven o'clock and then wait another hour and a half before they spin the wheel to find out the second one. Um, I think maybe the most disappointing part about the charge challenge this year is that Chris Hockey's probably going to win it, which means we won't have the opportunity for him to lose next year. And that's, that's one of the things that some people really look forward to with this thing. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, Hawk has been the, uh, the biggest loser in the history of the church challenge. And, um, yeah, I thought, uh, I thought it'd be fun to go down memory lane and, uh, play a little bit of audio from the 2013 church challenge punishment when Chris hockey had to wear a zipper mask for the entire show. All right, here we go. Chris hockey putting on the zipper mask. That's kind of terrifying. Now, do you want me to zip it? Just, just for the visual right now, you kind of look like you. I mean, you look like an executioner. You look like a member of the Foot Clan and the Ninja Turtle. Good one. Yeah, nice. He is down. an executioner. He's slaughtering Twin Cities radio. <laughs> Boom. Uh, I feel like I should be slaughtering something. Slaughtering that, some, wait, there that's are pretty terrifying. Over the eye. Half zip or something. There you go. All All right. Talk sexy. All right, try talking with the zipper. Okay, you have it zipped. Try talking once. I think this will be all right. Uh, sounds like you're at the dentist. <laughs> this is all right. Do a do a do a news story or a sports story. Let's hear this. Uh, can you see out of those? Can you see out of those holes? Just barely. Oh, yeah. Barely. Ryan Miller made 27 saves to lead the St. Louis Blues. <laughs> all right, now unzip it. Unzip it. Unzip it. Oh, that's better. <sighs> is it tough to breathe in? Oh yeah. Ryan what? Miller. Yeah, I can do. Perfect. I can. Okay. Yeah. You want me to do it unzipped? 
Yeah, you might as well do it unzipped, and then once in a while just indiscriminately zip it, specifically when people come in to scare them. Okay. Like when the Vikings cheerleaders come in, I think you should zip it up. Or what uh, What really matters could do it zipped. Yeah, that's Have fine. a safe word or something. Sure, right. sure. Yeah, we do need a safe word. I feel like I'm in Slipknot. So, uh, yes, that was uh, that was a little uh, audio of when he first put on the old zipper mask. And it's funny, some of the punishments over the years, they seem so weird in retrospect. Like when uh, Hawk had to uh, eat the entire box of those uh, nasty jelly beans, the bean boozled, uh, you know, and that was just over right away. And now it seems like they're more into extending the punishments a little bit, making it... Uh, more timely because like the zipper mask that was one show and then it was over or the shoveling poop at the zoo that was like shovel poop for half an hour and it was over so uh, it seems like the, the punishments have evolved more to uh let's let's lengthen the endurance of the punishment and i think that's the way to go I, I, do you know chuck was that was the zipper mask the first one or was the scooping poop the first punishment scooping poop was the first one because uh the first year that they ever did it uh superstar was in on it and he got let go like right at the, he was losing like superstar was gonna lose the challenge and then he got let go and basically that was a bad totally bad luck for hawk because then hawk was the loser um of the church challenge so that was the scooping poop was the first one and then yeah the zipper mask was uh year number two i did not know that so down memory lane we go down memory lane we go you know i had the idea too like i had to um my son was on a kick for a while of going to Chuck E. cheese um and, you know, he he likes to watch the birthday parties that the other kids are having there. And, you know, for me, thank God I have my phone uh, because uh, there's there's nothing more torturous than watching um, other kids birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese. Um, he enjoys it. They, you know, they put on a show. They're singing, dancing, blah, blah, blah. It's great for him. For an adult, absolute torture. So I had the idea. What if they sat in a Chuck E. Cheese all day long? Like you go there when it opens at 10 a.m. Um, you have to sit in a booth. Um, you have to be there the entire day from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at night, 12 hours. You cannot bring a phone. The only thing you are allowed to bring is like a notepad, um, you know, like a pen or a pencil if you want to write some things down and one book. And that's all you can bring. And you have to sit there for 12 hours. So you you don't get to bring money, you don't get to play skee ball and stuff like that. You're just sitting there the whole day. Yeah, basically you have to stay in your booth the entire time, except that you can, you're allowed to eat food. You can bring money and get some food, um, and you're allowed to go to the bathroom. But other than that, you basically have to sit in the booth the entire time with a book and a notepad and a pen. That might be interesting. That w- and that would bring in to play. You know, people come and give visit and stop right. by during the day. Yeah, I, I think there's. There's some legs on that one. Right. You get a little bit of the Rube interaction, but I just like, if I, if I sat there for 30 minutes without my phone, I think I'd go nuts, let alone like 12 hours just sitting there. You would be begging people to come visit you and hang out with you all day long. Um, Yeah. I think mentally, I think that would be torturous um, myself and um, yeah. And it would, it would get the Rube interaction. Like you said, that would, uh, that would be cool. Cause I, you know, that's one of the things that's kind of missing a little bit this year is no Rube interaction, but Uh, Yeah. So anyway, just a thought. Jingle bell, 
Jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. We're dashing through the snow in a one horse open sleigh. All the fields we go, laughing all the way. Hey, 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 bells on tails ring, making spirits bright. Oh, what fun it is to sing a sleighing song tonight. Oh, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse open sleigh. All right. Well, Smitty, do you have anything for quotes notes for us for this week? Yeah, just a couple of notes. I um a, a plug for Gavin Kaysen's cookbook. I uh Mrs. Zoom had a birthday recently and I got her um his cookbook and she's she's only had the opportunity to make one of them. We had a a, a really good uh it's not going to sound good to to a lot of people, but this Brussels sprout dish with um, some some squash cut up into there and it, it, just the blend of ingredients was wonderful. I'm hoping that maybe sometime if Gavin's in studio, I'd like to go in and maybe get him to sign the book and that would make my present even better. But um, highly recommend uh, if if anyone's looking for, you know, a stocking stuffer for their cook spouse, I would recommend it highly. That's good. And I'm one of the rare people that likes Brussels sprouts as well. So that actually does sound good to me. It was it was fantastic. And then the only other note I have is as they're as they're doing their funny news, it, it became very obvious to me this week that the guys are legitimately scared of Corey because when he wasn't there, they were writing clever jokes and they were funny. And then all of a sudden, Corey comes back and it's like he says that the kid can't even read. They, they're stumbling over their own jokes and they're not as funny and they're defensive. And it's it's uh it's. They're, they're scared of Corey. Yeah, and it didn't help to have a comedian in studio that was ripping on <laughs> basically anything that Zach said or did. So <laughs> probably that? true. Yeah, that that certainly didn't help things either. But we'll we'll see if the bit continues to have legs. I love it. I you know like like I said like when somebody writes a joke, I mean it's the whole meat sauce thing. Whatever he tries, I laugh at because it's either really funny or it's so bad that it's funny. So. <laughs> Uh, I, right. I like the bit. It's better than just reading off a bunch of random news stories. I can get that anywhere. Um, I like I like the joke angle. A hundred percent. Any notes from you? I do. I have a couple. Um, the initials game yesterday. I don't know why this popped into my head, but um, I'm going to play the first clue and then um, say what I might have said. Uh, LR number one. Clue number one are often yellow, orange, or red. To which I would have rung in and said, Zach's balls. (laughs) Were ZB the initials yesterday? (laughs) No, they weren't. So I don't know. Corey might not have appreciated that because he takes the game very seriously. And sometimes he doesn't like when people go bit mode on it. But in my defense, I think it would have been it would have been somewhat funny, but it would have been made just a little bit funnier because the next three clues in order were have a capacity, commonly Uh circular, but can be octagonal, connected to emergencies (laughs) and seen in or near large bodies of water. So it fits. It fit. Give me credit. It absolutely does. That's uh, it. They're just the only thing that would have been better if there was something with the ceiling fan clue, but that the rest of them were perfect. <laughs> exactly. 
All right. And just a couple other, these are gambling related. So if you don't care about the gambling or survivor or anything like that, you can just hit the 30 second skip button a couple of times, but uh, I was going to give an update because last show we talked about survivor and then Smitty, you and I went down in flames um, the very next game. Um, uh, I hate the Steelers. <laughs> yes. I hate the Steelers as well. They are dead to me forever. Uh, it was frustrating for sure. And they just, they got destroyed. And then that was the game that had like two weather delays. So the game lasted like five hours. So just prolong the misery. It was horrible. The only thing that I have going is I had two, we had, I had a big entry and a small entry in that in, with DraftKings. Um, and for the first, this was the first week we decided to split the entry. So we did the Steelers with a big entry and lost that. But we, we did the Buccaneers with the small entry and, uh, we're still alive there because I had the Ravens last week. And I will tell you, as somebody that had the Ravens in a survivor league, that game was the, that's one of the most amazing games I have ever watched. The, the back and forth between we've got this to there's no way we're going to win to we've got this to it's over. And then to win it on a walk-off punt return on a crazy punt return. Uh, it was just epic. It was a lot of fun. So got a, a small amount of fun left, uh, four weeks to go. We'll see if I can hang on. Um, and the only other thing I had is my note, you've probably seen the tweets on NFL unders. We are 23 and seven on unders when teams are coming off a bye. It's been an absolutely amazing trend. The Vikings put the exclamation point on it because the Vikings and Raiders were both off a bye. So that was like a hammer the under scenario. And so many people all week long, I can't believe the over under is only 40 and a half. And I think 87% <laughs> of the money was on the over and I was just, smiling the whole time and what it ended up like i never expected it to be the god awful game that it was but i was smiling the whole time that it was like zero zero in the fourth quarter and i'm like yep that trend works so the last two teams that are coming off a bye this week are the commanders and i'm blanking on the other one off the top of my head um but oh cardinals the cardinals and commanders are both off a bye this week they're playing two high-powered offenses so it's a little bit mm, nervous but i'm taking the under i'm riding the trend till the end we'll see how that goes so um yeah and um one one of the one of the uh, my followers on twitter they looked it up and they said this trend held last year as well so uh definitely going to start uh 2024 with this as one of my uh things that i'll monitor so Anyway, um, that's it. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully Minnesota will have legalized betting by 2024 and uh, everybody can take part in that. That sounds like a better New Year's resolution than anything else I've heard. <laughs> For sure. All right. Well, enough of the gambling talk. We're going to end our Christmas spectacular because we call it the Christmas spectacular, even though basically that just consists of us call, uh, playing released on his bra. But I thought it would be fun to end the Christmas Spectacular on a little bit of a Christmas note. So we're going to give out a lump of coal and we're going to give out a gold star today uh, to a couple different things. I think mine are sports related, Smitty, but it sounds like yours are power trip related. So why don't you give out your lump of coal for the uh, for the year? Well, my lump of coal is actually really recent. And I think the lump of coal should go to the kid who is the one who doesn't believe in Santa and doesn't believe in the spirit of the holidays, or in this case, doesn't believe that the MOA bar crawl is actually going to happen. My <laughs> lump of coal goes to none other than Tommy Olson for showing up and taking for granted that the plans the power trip were going to make just weren't going to happen. And then the guys are like, no, it's on our calendar. It's happening. It's on. So Tommy has a chance to redeem himself, but for his show of no faith, 
he gets my lump of coal. And see, this is where I have to kind of play the Corey role because until it actually happens, <laughs> it's not a hundred percent. So um, I, 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 I'm just gonna play a little bit of a reserve on that. It sounds like it's happening. I'm, I'm stunned personally, but that it actually might actually happen. But uh, yeah, until we actually see the pictures of them in the mall drinking, um, I'll, I'll just hold out a, a tiny bit of reservation. But that's the spirit of the season. You gotta believe. That's <laughs> you gotta believe. All right. Well, speaking of that, um, I'm gonna give my lump of coal. I had I had two candidates for this one. Um, one of them was PJ Fleck and the Gophers. Um, you know, just a freaking disaster. And I feel like the program has taken multiple steps backwards this year. It's frustrating as Gopher fans that we maybe thought we were maybe building something into contenders, and yeah, this whole season, but. Ultimately, I decided to award the lump of coal to myself um, in a weird twist for betting the under on your Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, the Timberwolves have absolutely been the amazing story of the last couple of months. It's it's bizarre. Every time they sit there and say the Wolves have the best record in the NBA, it's just so weird to listen to for this franchise. I'm I have lost my bet basically already. I know not mathematically, but basically this bet is over. So I don't care at this point. I go Wolves. Uh, I hope they can get a decent seed, get some home playoff games, win a few series. Who knows? Maybe we shock the world. I mean, the Bucks did it, you know. So don't tell me a Midwest team can't you know can't take it down or whatever. Um, so yes, I'm giving myself the lump of coal for not believing in your Minnesota Timberwolves. Go Wolves. If we end up with a Bucks versus Timberwolves final, you can oh. throw out any conspiracy theories ever because the NBA absolutely does not want that to happen. Oh, and if we lost, I'd be just one more because right now I'm like indifferent towards the Bucks because I'm not, I mean, who cares? But uh, man, if we lost that, that'd be one more reason to hate Wisconsin. <laughs> be the worst. All right. Well, Enough of the negativity. Let's get to the positivity. Gold star, Smitty, who gets your gold star for 2023? I debated about this one, and I ended up deciding that since you, um, as part of our Thanksgiving spectacular, you gave thanks to modern medicine, because uh, I was thinking about some of the some of the medical issues that we've we've been talking about on the power trip this year, from um, Marnie Gellner earlier in the year to John Creasel's more recent stint. But in the end, I decided to go a little bit more fun than that. And so I thought about all the different opportunities we have to see the power trip and when they travel and go different places. And so my gold star goes to none other than Jared Wells for being the guy in charge and making things like that happen and making sure there's audio and and on-site visits for people. And uh, Jared, Jared wins my award this year, the gold star to Jared. He is the best. Uh, I don't know what they did without him for a while when he wasn't there. But he is he is absolutely the best. And the what they always say is true. You will never see him outside of the Buffalo Wild Wings in Vegas. <laughs> like it, it's a unicorn if you see him elsewhere. The, the closest I've come is I saw him like on the sidewalk outside of the Buffalo Wild Wings walking towards the Buffalo Wild Wings. That's as close as I've gotten to seeing Jared uh, completely out of context. So, yes, great call. He's the best. Friday football feast, everything else that they do. Uh, just an awesome, awesome dude. Absolutely. All right. My gold star uh, for the year. I'm, I'm going back to the sports. Well, um, once again, um, this time to the Minnesota Vikings and no, not to the team or whatever, but to one specific individual 
who I was kind of a fan of before, like the first time I, I heard him interviewed and talked about. Um, and then, you know, just hasn't hasn't been high on the radar. And then um, he was uh, he was interviewed again uh, by the power trip. And that's Harrison Phillips. Um, ah. What a dude. What an absolute dude. Um, obviously, I have a special place in my heart for special needs kids. The work that he is doing through his foundation and being the Vikings Walter Payton Man of the Year um, nominee, um, just absolutely the best. And he's having a hell of a year, you know, playing under this Florio, uh, uh, um, Flores, Florio, Flores, yeah, Florio's on the opposite end of my spectrum. Flores <laughs> defense, um, just, uh, just, just an awesome, awesome dude. Super smart guy, super humble guy. Um, just, just one of my favorite people, one of my favorite Vikings, um, absolute gold star to Harrison Phillips. And I really hope he wins the Walter Payton man of the year award. That would be amazing. That's an excellent call bets. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's episode. Um, we're going to be back in a couple weeks. I think we are going to do the year end award ceremony. We didn't do that last year. It was kind of a transition period for the podcast a little bit. Um, so I think, uh, I think we're going to try and hand out some golden dongs because, you know, going a year without dongs just isn't appropriate. Right. So, um, I think we need to do that, uh, next time. So hopefully, um, that'll be next on the list. In the meantime, guys have a happy holidays, uh, Merry Christmas and, uh, yeah, Smitty, where can they find you at until we meet again? As always, if you're looking for bad photoshopping and other power trip witticisms, then follow at Oom Smitty on the Twitter. Otherwise, if you're just interested in quotes of the week, then at Power Trip Quotes, also on Twitter. All right. And I'm at Power Trip Bets on Twitter, PT Bets on Instagram. And I did do the TikTok thing. So I'm at Power Trip Bets on TikTok. I decided to do 30 second bets. So I just give like a quick snippet of some a trend or something I like. I've only done two so far. I'm not going to like bombard it every day with something or reach for something. These will just be ones that like I really feel strongly about. Um, and so far... Um, not too bad of a track record because I did the NFL unders thing. I did the under in the army Navy game, which like, depending upon what number you got at, you either won it, pushed it or lost it. So that was one where it definitely depended what number you got. Cause I had one bet that lost and one bet that won. So mm-hmm. take from that what you will, but yeah, if you're, if you're interested and I'm trying to, trying to have an interesting background when, uh, when I do those. So, um, and thanks to you, Smitty, cause you were my, uh, consultant on, uh, on, on improving those videos a little bit. So, uh, yeah. And I've watched that your first couple of TikToks and so far so good. It's got kind of a Johnny bonus feel to it. So, so far so good. That's what happens when you give an old guy a TikTok account. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks guys for listening. Um, happy holidays and we will talk to you in two weeks. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye now.